statements made on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products mentioned on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Information given by the host or co-host are the opinions of the speakers and are not intended as medical advice. Information on this show is not a substitute for medical advice and is strictly for educational purposes. Please seek the advice of your primary physician before starting anything new or following educational advice or opinions. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. It's time to find out about your health and get your medical questions answered. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Some of the topics we'll be discussing today include why America is facing a health care disaster, what the root causes are of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic paradigm, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness. And how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeVette. Hey, everyone. Uh, This is uh, Dr. Peter DeVette Live and uh, Dr. DeVette. Uh, you're on in the studio with my lovely co-host uh, Susan Spence, and um, we are going to talk about an interesting subject today. <clears throat> We're a little bit uh, technologically challenged here, <clears throat> just in this uh, particular moment. But the subject of today's uh, <clears throat> conversation is going to be it's called primal panacea. Primal panacea. So, Susan, what what is a panacea? Um. A panacea. A panacea. <laughs> Primal panacea. That a sounds panacea, better. I think it's a cure-all. <laughs> so this, this, so in other words, what we're going to talk about today is is a cure-all. It's one of those things that that are available in medicine that uh, most people don't know about that really can have a phenomenal impact on all kinds of things. So um, primal panacea. You know, there's a book that was written uh, a few years back by Thomas Levi, um, MD, and um, he's a cardiologist. And, and that's that's right. So, and Dr. Levi was obviously impressed with um, with the subject of intravenous vitamin C therapy or vitamin C in general. I think he's just uh, real enthused about <clears throat> vitamin C, and you know, in uh, going through this book. In reviewing it, I think both of us were pretty, um, pretty amazed. You know, and, and that's something that we've been doing here at QHI Wellness for um, for probably 12 years now. You know, we've been using high dose vitamin C intravenous therapy in support of uh, patients with all kinds of conditions, and and um, we've always been very, very impressed with the responses <clears throat> that we get uh, from vitamin C. But it's it is just absolutely. Um, mind-blowing to you know to see you know what what evidence there is and you know and you know in the hands of so many physicians around the country and around the world that have gotten extraordinary results you know i was just going through the back of the book last night and looking at things like you know you would wouldn't even think of like polio and you know and flu influenza you know and um you know tetanus you know I was um, I was just looking at the tetanus information, 
you know, in one group of patients that um, <clears throat> developed tetanus, I guess they, they didn't get, get their vaccines or whatever, and uh, you know, somehow got uh, tetanus contamination. Um, the survival rate among patients that did not get treated with intravenous vitamin C was about 70, it was about 25%. So I think about 75% of people died. And in the group that was treated with intravenous vitamin C, not a single person died. Uh, there were some impressive, a whole lot of studies in that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything from, from AIDS to, uh, to, to cancer, to heart disease, to diabetes. <clears throat> I mean, uh, you just go on and on. And it's like, oh, wow, you know, this is the, the fountain of youth. This is, this is the ultimate cure. Of course, you know, <clears throat> nothing is, is um, fallible. You know, everything is fallible. Nothing is, is perfect. And, um, you know, even in, in our experience, you know, vitamin C therapy is, is not necessarily always 100% effective. And, and in some cases, you know, there, there can be some issues. So that's part of what we're going to be discussing today is the, the pros and the cons, the indications of high-dose vitamin C therapy. We're going to also talk about, you know, not just the use of intravenous vitamin C, which, not, which is not practical for everybody because of cost uh, issues or, you know, <clears throat> the difficulty finding physicians that do this, uh, Susan, because, you know, in, in certain places like certain states, you know, just thinking Louisiana right next door to us here in Texas, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think there's a single physician anymore that's doing intravenous vitamin C therapy or chelation therapy or some of those uh, extraordinary therapies that we have available here in Texas um, because of, you know, the, the persecution of physicians practicing integrative medicine. So, um, you know, that's certainly something that, that we need to, um, you know, <clears throat> understand that there's a lot of politics in medicine and uh, folks, um, you know, this is something you have to realize. You know, there's uh, certain powers that be in the society of ours, you know, certain <clears throat> industries that take precedence and that are um, at, at, you know, <clears throat> in many ways in collusion with, uh, you know, our politicians in Washington, D.C. and, <clears throat> and uh, in states all around the country that literally don't want to see uh, cures or extraordinary uh, treatments like like intravenous vitamin C therapy, uh, you know, come to the public's attention. So they even make it hard to get the word out, you know, on some of the, these treatment therapies. Um, you know, for instance, you cannot advertise as a physician in states like Texas or anywhere else in the country for that matter that vitamin C works for anything. <laughs> Mm. Oh, unless it's been, uh, you know, approved by the FDA, unless it's gone through, you know, um, $10 million worth of studies um, in terms of double-blind placebo-controlled studies, um, you know, you can't call it effective. Even if there's 50,000 studies out. And, you know, last count, when this book was written, do you know when it was published? Uh, no, I don't. I don't remember. Well, it was published in 2011. So in 2011, when this book was written, there were over 50,000 studies uh, <clears throat> done worldwide on vitamin C. Was it, was it 50,000 or remember? I think it was 50,000. I was surprised about, it wasn't more. I mean, I was like, wow. 
Um, it might be 150, 500,000. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I will look at the exact number, but I was just mind-boggled. But not a single one of them is a double-blind placebo-controlled study on the the effectiveness. They they did do double-blind placebo-controlled studies on on how well it's tolerated, you know, <clears throat> including oral vitamin C. You know, so um, <clears throat> so that was that was impressive that at least, at least they had that. But Susan, here's the here's the thing: even in conventional medicine, you know, as much as eighty percent of all the treatments that we use routinely in conventional medicine have not been studied or proven to be successful in double-blind placebo-controlled studies. I didn't so, know that. So when you take Tylenol for pain, you're just <laughs> taking something that has not been proven beyond a reasonable doubt. If aspirin had to go through <laughs> all the rigors now, uh, it would be prescription only because it causes so many deaths per year from GI bleeding. Exactly. I mean, so it's it's like, it's like, um, but not only that, aspirin wouldn't be approved for treatment of pain because it's never been studied, <laughs> you know, in double-blind placebo-controlled trials for, for pain. Mm. Now, they have done double-blind placebo-controlled studies on it for, you know, heart disease, for example, you know, it's a, stuff like that. So the primary thing that people use aspirin for, <clears throat> it hasn't even been proven that it that it works. And in 25% of the population, aspirin is not even effective for thinning the blood. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It can cause more harm than good if you give it to those 25%. Is that a genetic? Uh, I think it's genetic, isn't it? Well, yeah, I, I think it's, it might be. But um, but even in those people that it, you know, is, is supposedly helpful, you know, they're still high incidence of of complications you know so even a baby aspirin a day right. uh, for example you know can contribute to um, blood loss uh, from the intestinal tract can um, you know contribute to deafness um, you know can um, <clears throat> so of course we you know we're just using that as an example of um, you know the 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 lack of scientific evidence that supposedly you know is backing up what um, you know? What basically is um, recommended in treatments all around the country and worldwide. As a matter of fact, um, you know you can be <clears throat> sued for malpractice if you don't use, you know, aspirin, um, and and yet for most of its, uh, you know, for most of the uses, it's never been been proven to work. So, so Susan, this <clears throat> the point that I'm making is is the standards that they hold. You know, alternative medicine to or natural medicine is, you know, ridiculous <clears throat> when compared to conventional medicine. Where um, and and another great example is surgeries. You know, you know that most surgeries have never been studied in double-blind placebo-controlled trials. That would be interesting to, mm -hmm. to to see how they would do those studies. But I did not know that. But you know, they have done that. No. I mean, they they did that on knee surgery, for example, where <clears throat> they um. Uh, did uh, arthroscopy on uh, you know they did uh, fake arthroscopies on one group mm -hmm. and real arthroscopies <clears throat> on another group where they actually cleaned out the knees and they found that there was no difference in the outcomes you mm -hmm. know after two years after you know the the two different you know just making the cuts and pretending like you did the surgery and actually mm -hmm. going and cleaning it up so another placebo controlled uh, <clears throat> double bind study that was done was on uh, bypass surgery, and this 
I got maybe just the, you know, the, the bulls that they had to, to do the study. <clears throat> but um, what they did is they, they cracked the chest. That doesn't sound they, legal. They, doesn't they, sound they, legal. They, they took two groups of patients and, and they did sham surgery on one group. So they actually uh, ligated the mammary artery. Now that's the artery that, um, you know, that basically uh, normally <clears throat> brings blood to the, um, the the front of the chest wall. We'll be right back. We're actually going to break right now. And uh, right back, right after the break. So let's just hold on. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for B-Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be by Design, How I Be is Up to Me. Host lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time right here. Hi, my name's John Martin, and I'm the CEO of this radio station. Recently, I began a life-changing weight loss program under the supervision and care of Dr. Peter DeVette at QHI Wellness in Tyler, Texas. The program that Dr. DeVette put me on is called Beta HCG. Now, 97 days ago, I began the program, and as of today, I've lost a total of 63 pounds. (laughs) You heard me right, 63 pounds in just over 90 days. If you're out there suffering like I was from being overweight and just finally are ready to do something about it, then the days of those long-term yo-yo programs are over. You can finally take care of the problem for good. I personally recommend giving Dr. DeVette's clinic a call at 877-484-9735. That's QHI Wellness at 877-484-9735. Or go online at qhiwellness.com and change your life today. And oh, by the way, tell them John Martin sent you. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeBet Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeBet. Now we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeBet Live, and um, we are talking about primal the primal panacea. Uh, Susan reminded me that that is pronounced panacea instead of panacea. I, th- I think uh, that might be a, one more South South Africanism. Uh, I'm originally from uh, uh, south of the equator, and uh, sometimes I speak a little differently from a little bit. from <laughs> from the locals. So, but 
you're getting pretty good though. You say ain't and y'all and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, you know, my sister just came to visit and uh, Renee. Yeah. And uh, spent uh, a wonderful week with with me and my mom was there, but I was really struck at how different our accents are now. Because mm -hmm. she, she's still in, lives in South Africa, and I, I live here, and I think we sound quite a bit different. And then I, li I listened to her son, who grew up in South Africa, and he sounds more American than I do. It's like, okay, what's up with that? Where do you go guess, to school? <laughs> well, in South Africa, but oh. but uh, I guess he just learned the accent. So, but we, primal panacea is about uh, vitamin C therapy, and uh, we're specifically referring to uh, the use of high dose of vitamin C in the treatment of. Uh, numerous conditions. We're going to go through a list of those conditions, but um, I want to uh, ask Susan something. <clears throat> Susan, um, there's something very unique about human beings and vitamin C um, that distingu distinguishes us from all other animals. So what is that? Most all other animals make their own vitamin C uh, from the glucose they eat. Uh, but humans do not. There are three animals, other animals that don't. Those are other primates, uh, guinea pigs, and I've read a fruit bat in another in another book, not this one. So primates, humans, and guinea pigs do not make vitamin C. But what is really interesting is we have the same DNA sequence that other mammals do to make vitamin C, but that DNA sequence has been switched off. It's present on our genes. Isn't that amazing? That is fascinating. So, so we have the whole sequence right. to make it accept the last switch. It's that. not switched on. It's switched off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so is there any way to switch that switch on? Can you, well, well, can I did you make a human being make vitamin C by... <laughs> Uh, maybe we can, that switch. Maybe <laughs> maybe it was uh, Eve taking the bite of the apple or something. I don't know. I'm just been racking my brain. <laughs> you will not make vitamin C for eating that fruit. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the maybe the fall of man. That, <clears throat> we lost that ability. But I, I think um, let's think about it. There's 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 a good explanation, isn't there? Well, I don't know. Uh, tell me. Tell me. I'll, I'll tell, <laughs> tell you. Me. You know, if you look at where our ancestors came from, you know, it uh, it shows that um, our very most distant ancestors were equatorial, you know, beings. In other words, they lived in tropical areas where there's year-round fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. year-round year produce, and they didn't have to store food because they didn't live in climates where they, you know, had no food half the year or whatever, you know, however long. And so, uh, you know, most people in, in the world now live in areas of the world where there's, there's, you know, no way to produce food in the winter. And so, you know, for instance, um, in Canada and most of North America, you know, things freeze um, in the winter and you would lose your crops. So you have to... <clears throat> you know, store food, but our ancestors didn't have to do that. So they, they got a regular source, and they got huge doses of vitamin C in, you know, the, with the fruits and vegetables that they ate, and, you know, and even in, in some of the meat sources, they 
um, you know, there's vitamin C in meat, and there's vitamin C in insects, and there's vitamin C in eggs, uh, smaller amounts. Uh, but if you don't cook it too much, you know, you actually. But what, what about all those animals that, that graze off the land and eat grass? They, grass has, all, all green things has lots of vitamin C. Uh, I don't uh, know. Ocean vegetables, I mean, fish make vitamin C. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but I guess most animals, um, like for instance, um, you know, <clears throat> animals that feed off of um, uh, grass and uh, uh, other vegetarian sources, they still maybe don't get enough for what their bodies need. So, <clears throat> so. But uh, but human beings, you know, tend to be um, top feeders. So they feed on other things that have mm. accumulated the nutrients right. that they need. Uh, so you know, <clears throat> so they don't need to to make it as much. So I read that most animals, if they're if you make the weights comparable to humans, make from six to twenty thousand milligrams a day, and they can bump that production up to a hundred thousand milligrams during illness that they have they can ramp it up so in other words if human beings could make vitamin c when somebody's getting sick from a cold or a flu or pneumonia or any kind of infection or cancer or any kind of chronic illness you would expect to see huge uh, doses of vitamin c being manufactured but you're right in human beings we can't make it so if we don't take it and if you eat a diet that's, vo uh, you know, that's void of, you know, or deficient in vitamin C, then you're up a creek without a paddle. So, uh, Susan, what does vitamin C do for you? Why is it so important? Uh, vitamin C is an antioxidant. Um, it can be recharged and used over and over again if you eat another, enough other antioxidants to recharge it. Yeah, and... But vitamin C is, is, you know, so number one, it's part of the... And we use it to detox, and you lose a lot that way, too. Yeah, so so it's part of the antioxidant chain that is critical for the detox of every cell and the protection of every cell. So if, if you don't have a vitamin C, then uh, your DNA is more vulnerable to mutation, and you're more vulnerable to losing mitochondria, which is the little powerhouse in your cells that actually keep you alive and give you energy. And it's, it's absolutely critical in, you know, in the function of your, of your immune system. I have read, uh, not in this book, it's been a while, but I think a cigarette destroys, one cigarette destroys over 30 milligrams of vitamin C to process it. So if you, if you smoke 20... <laughs> That means you have to what have six take six hundred milligrams of vitamin C just to neutralize your smoking. Mm -hmm. So that means that um, if you don't take vitamin C and you smoke, that might be one of the reasons why smokers, you know, have so many, so many more health challenges, um, you know, than than people that that don't smoke. You know, so that could be one one explanation. But another reason why why that's a problem is vitamin C is a critical chelator in the human body. So it's a weak chelator, but it's critical for getting toxic metals out of the body too. And um, another interesting thing about vitamin C is critical for in the absorption of iron from the intestinal tract. Uh, it is very critical. So if, if you don't take 
have enough vitamin C in your system, you know, you can also become iron deficient. And um, and that's one of the reasons why older people, you know, people that, that you know, geriatric age group, um, that people become anemic is because they, you know, they can't um, they can't absorb iron anymore properly. And um, you know, of course, we also want to. If somebody has anemia and they're over sixty-five, we also need to check for for other things like bleeding and stuff like that. But that's especially true if it's from uh, the. Uh, vitamin C is from a, uh, the iron is from a non-meat source, like the iron they add to bread products. If a, a lot of older people are just eating cereal and sandwiches and things that are easy to fix with bread, and um, they're they're not absorbing the iron, even though it's added to the bread, if they're not taking in vitamin C too. Yeah. So. So it's. And, and the other thing I want to say about vitamin C is, you know, um, it is absolutely critical for the integrity of your connective tissue. So what's connective tissue? Well, that's the tissue that keeps you together in one piece, your skin. You know, so when you lose strength of connective tissue, you get wrinkled up. Mm-hmm. You know, so, for instance, one of, one of the things we see in smokers, you know, you're talking about smokers, is they're all wrinkly. They uh, are wrinkly. And, they, uh, and it's because they've, you know, destroyed most of the vitamin C in their bodies um, that's being used up, you know, to protect them against uh, <clears throat> the um, oxidation stress of the uh, smoking. And then they don't have enough vitamin C for the connective tissue in the skin. But it's also vital for the connective tissue that forms bone. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get enough vitamin C and you can't form strong bones, and uh, actually in, in in you know a few studies um, showed uh, particularly profound connection between you know osteoporosis and vitamin C, and <clears throat> you have some information on those studies. What what, what exactly did it show? Uh, it improves the mineralization of calcium going into the bone, uh, and it stimulates the young bone precursor cells to uh, develop into an osteoblast. That means uh, to make bone, and it inhibits uh, tearing down bone. Um, it is essential for the collagen cross-linking, again, in, in bones too and in the ligaments that supporting supporting bones. Um, and elderly patients with hip fractures show significantly lower levels of vitamin C uh, when they're tested. Okay, so here, here's a trick question. What What is the, the disease caused by total lack of vitamin C that affects the bones? Scurvy. Scurvy, says Mark. <laughs> and... and um, Rickets. And by the way, we're going to be going to a break here in 10 seconds. But um, for more information on uh, this subject, uh, you can give us a call here at QHI Wellness at 903-939-2069-903-939-2069-2039-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069-2069
Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals. This product is a superb combination of all natural super green foods, berries and herbs that contain the entire spectrum of vitamins and minerals, and much, much more. Packed with chlorophyll, enzymes, vitamins, minerals, plant-based antioxidants, fiber, and a powerhouse of therapeutic herbal components, Life Force Naturals may also help you detox by optimizing liver, kidney, and gut function, giving you antioxidant protection, help reduce inflammation, help your immune system, your resistance against cancer, and your protection against heart disease. Life Force Naturals also has antifungal, antibacterial and antiviral properties life force naturals a cut above any commercially available multi-nutrient combination to order your bottle of life force naturals call 877-484-9735 that's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com help your body get rid of disease causing inflammation today with flam away presented to you by devet wellness Flamaway is made up of a superb combination of inflammation-fighting herbs, including turmeric, ginger, boswellia, resveratrol, and bromelain. Inflammation is the mechanism by which most pain in the body springs forth, and it's a central component of most disease creation in the human body. Flamaway reduces inflammation and often pain, and contributes to better heart and blood vessel health and immune system function. Also, great for many with arthritis, headaches and back pain, sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of phlegm away today by calling 877-484-9735 that's 877-484-9735 or go online at shophealthybody.com welcome back to dr peter devent live on toginet.com He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeBette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeBette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeBette Live. And again, so, so great to be with you here with uh, Susan Spence uh, here in the studio in the beautiful city of Tyler, Texas, uh, rose capital of the world. Uh, and Susan, you know, it's it's been a it's it's been an interesting year in, in Tyler. Been pretty pretty cold, and I think nationwide, you know, all of a sudden, um, you know, the weather just it just doesn't feel like spring. It feels a little bit more like winter. You know, we've we've had record lows for you know two or three days in a row, and it's like, okay, what's up with this? You know. <clears throat> it's really weird. I don't know. I'm I'm so tired of covering and uncovering that garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but Susan, you know, one of those huge benefits of high dose vitamin C therapy, at least anecdotally, has been its use in uh, supporting cancer patients. So, um, you know, so it's used worldwide. Uh, in facilities for any number of illnesses, and and yes, we are going to talk about you know some of those, but but a huge one that comes up, you know, and and that really is worth you know spending a few minutes on is the subject of cancer. So tell us a little bit more about its effects in uh, in cancer cells. Uh, in cancer cells is a little bit difficult to 
understand most people think of vitamin C as an antioxidant and it is but it can take part in chemical reactions called redox reactions where that is a transfer of electrons from one substance sometimes the same substance over and over and over and it's kind of like the recharging of a battery it's all about uh, the movement of electrons we are electrical beings and the way that vitamin C is used to treat cancer cancer has some peculiarities it tends to sequester or hold on to more iron than an average cell would it also lacks or is more deficient in a protective enzyme called catalase so when you put these two things together you put and which when you have less catalase in a cell you have more hydrogen peroxide because it's the function of catalase to neutralize hydrogen peroxide so when you have iron that reacts with hydrogen peroxide uh, you have something called iron 2 which goes to an oxidized iron 3 and this is where vitamin C and which is damaging to the cell membrane and when you give high dose vitamin C then that iron can be reduced back to the good iron and then it can react with hydrogen peroxide again and make the oxidized iron which can destroy the cell membrane of the cancer cell and when there's enough destruction then your immune system can take it out recognize it and take it out well you know that's fascinating so you know, what what makes it so incredible is that you know whereas chemotherapy agents and radiation you know kill cells indiscriminately and any you know chemotherapy specifically you know attacks any cell in the body that's fast growing you know that divides you know faster so that means your bone marrow the, the mucous membranes in your gut in your bladder and um your skin cells, <clears throat> your hair, you know, that's why people lose hair <clears throat> when they get chemotherapy, for example. All of that gets uh, massively affected by chemotherapy. But with vitamin C, what is so unique about it is it doesn't do anything to hurt cells that, have, that are normal. But it disrupts, has a profound effect <clears throat> on cells that are cancerous because of the effect that you just mentioned. If I'm not mistaken, that's how it works on uh, bacteria, too. I think bacteria try to sequester iron also, don't they? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, something, something like that. And, and bacteria thrive in, in environments where there's, there's more iron, you know, so, so, or free iron. And when iron is in the red blood cell, it is protected against <clears throat> that, uh, that kind of um, environment. But when free iron is laying around in the system, you know, it's a pro-oxidant and irritant and contributes to inflammation. And in cancer cells, you know, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it also accumulates in cancer tissues. And um, as you mentioned earlier, you know, it becomes a deadly weapon against the cancer cell when you add vitamin C to the picture. Whereas in, um, in normal cells, Normal cells have a protection against uh, too much vitamin C. And 
How does that work, Susan? Why, why is that? Say that one more time. Normal shells have a protection against Ida's vitamin C. They don't get affected at all. And why? Why is that? Because they have a lot of catalase. That's right. So <clears throat> catalase uh, is an enzyme that is responsible for you know for disarming uh, pro-oxidants in, in the system, and uh, specifically hydrogen peroxide. So high-dose vitamin C actually creates hydrogen peroxide in cells that is neutralized instantly by catalase, but with um, in cancer cells, they don't have enough catalase. And um, they also don't have enough of a second enzyme called superoxide dismutase. So, <clears throat> so if you, you know, if you have a, a deficiency of that in a tissue, it's going to literally have um, the vitamin C be lethal. It's also, by the way, one of the reasons why we use hydrogen peroxide sometimes directly as a, you know, as an intervention in the treatment or support of people with with cancer. <clears throat> with uh, infections, with diabetes, with you know, um, with chronic fatigue, and some of the very same things that we use uh, high dose vitamin C in. There is a, a newer form of vitamin C. Uh, there's a uh, who's that famous? Um, I was a dermatologist, Doctor Nicholas Pericone. It's called ascorbyl palmitate. Uh, that is a lipid soluble vitamin C that can easily penetrate cell membranes. Um, I've never heard if that's available in IV form. That would be very interesting to find out. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if it is, but, but we should definitely uh, find out. But the thing is, the vitamin C intravenously is, uh, is very well tolerated and goes you know, into the cells very well. It's not the case with oral vitamin C. So oral vitamin C, a little bit like magnesium, you know, <clears throat> becomes a little bit self-defeating if you take too much <laughs> because uh, it literally makes your bowels loose. So it's a great laxative. I love it for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> My vitamin C and magnesium at bedtime, I'm just good to go. <laughs> literally good to go. Good to go. Good yeah, to go. baby. <laughs> so so uh, if you want to be good to go too, make sure you get uh, a couple thousand milligrams of vitamin C two or three times a day. And uh, about uh, 600 milligrams of magnesium a couple times a day. Oh, that's just <laughs> that's just your your bare minimum that you need. You need more than that if you've got a lot of inflammatory processes going on. That's just that's what you need for baseline. And, and that's what you were saying just now <clears throat> that in uh, animals that are sick or infected, their need for vitamin C, you know, would be the equivalent of uh, a human being taking about taking about a hundred thousand milligrams. <clears throat> is that right? Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. If they're sick, yeah. yeah if they're sick. So 100,000 milligrams, that's 100 grams of vitamin C. And by the way, in intravenous high-dose vitamin C therapy that we use in support of cancer patients in our clinic, we sometimes go up to 100 grams a day um, intravenously. You know, so um, in the typical uh, protocol, we might use it twice a week uh, in a lot of patients you know, unless they are in, in dire straits. And, and by the way, a um, very interesting thing that I learned in this book is that uh, what do you do if you have side effects with intravenous vitamin C? I didn't read it. I'm trying to think. 
<laughs> I don't know. Do you stop it or do you do you increase the the, the dose? <laughs> I guess you stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be interested to know that the solution is going higher on the dose. Oh, because you, <clears throat> you're detoxifying. Well, because uh, sometimes when you don't take enough, you, your body just you know is having a harder time um, getting a handle on on the infections, for example. So you increase the dose, all of a sudden you're being more effective against the infection. It's a little bit like an antibiotic, you know, you, you don't take enough antibiotic in the system and you don't get enough traction against the infection, but when you increase the dose, you do. I know there's another really common symptom. If your gums bleed when you're brushing your teeth, you need more vitamin C. And until I realized that, my gums bled every day of my life until I was probably around 30, and started reading about nutrition, and I don't have bleeding gums anymore, but every time I brushed. That, that's amazing. So, and, and Susan, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, there's, there's so many treatments that we do at QHR Wellness, you know, some of them intravenous, some of them oral, but it's just amazing to me, you know, what, what can be accomplished, what we see, you know, and, and understanding that a lot of, you know, our experience is anecdotal. You know, but we have patients <coughs> that come through our facility, you know, time and time again, <coughs> you know, with uh, with significant health challenges that are mitigated. So we, we're going to go to another break. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about all the other great uses for high-dose vitamin C therapy. And I'll, <coughs> I'll just mention briefly what other nutrients we're using intravenously with vitamin C to support healing. Yeah, with, with those that are going through cancer, those with heart disease, those with um, you know with chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, you name it. <clears throat> We're going to uh, talk a little bit about it. Uh, you can go to our website, by the way, at, uh, at QHI Wellness. QHI stands for Quantum Healing Institute. QHIwellness.com is our main website. <clears throat> and you can also go to Shop QHI. Shop QHI, Shop Quantum Healing Institute.com, Shop QHI, and look at our uh, supplements because we have a lot of different vitamin Cs uh, available. If you're not, not sure exactly which ones to use, um, you can certainly uh, contact us and we can do an educational consult to give you some information on how you might, might make, make that decision in conjunction with your healthcare provider. We'll be right back after this break. After these on toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? Having healthy joints should be a given for most people, even those older in age. There's nothing that says you should settle for anything less than strong, healthy joints. DeVette Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula contains powerful nutrients like glucosamine, which is scientifically proven to help joints heal, a powerhouse of additional herbs and nutrients including MSN, boswellia, ginger root, horsetail extract, and hyaluronic acid that makes this a phenomenal combination in helping support joint health. Help your body rebuild cartilage, reduce joint swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with DeVette Wellness 
Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of Comprehensive Joint Formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? Gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out DeVette Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Again, me and uh, Susan having fun here in the studio. Well, you know, intellectual fun. <laughs> you're, the only, you're only one of two people in the world I can have this kind of fun with. <laughs> there's, a, there's a perverse term for what we do here, here in, in medicine. That it sounds a little bit like a physical act, but it's a mind <laughs> act. So I will, will not be explicit on the air, but uh, <laughs> we, we certainly love to... <clears throat> to be intellectually stimulated. Let's, let's I know. I find, I find little <laughs> trivia. It's like, oh, I can't wait to tell Dr. DeVette. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> and and uh, and Susan is the queen of trivia. She <laughs> she is <clears throat> she's always got uh, just uh, <clears throat> endless string of facts and uh, you know about nutrition and and a lot of other things, organic gardening. But um, <clears throat> but one one thing that I do love about you, Susan, is that. You know, you you really have a good insight into these uh, nitpicky <coughs> physiological facts, and you know, and how nutrients work together. And uh, you do some uh, damn good prescribing <coughs> based based on that. So. Now, now I wish I had been a biochemistry major because, believe me, it is so hard to wade through that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody has to do it, and you were man enough or woman enough to <coughs> to do it. But uh, Susan, when we talk about you know high dose vitamin C therapy, we usually don't do that alone. We usually do it in conjunction with other nutrients. And I, I just want to kind of uh, uh, go through a list of IV nutrients that really make a phenomenal difference in the treatment of of diseases. So, so we're going to do this in in two parts. We're going to talk about those nutrients, but then we're also going to talk about the conditions that we're treating with. Um, you know, with these uh, therapies. <clears throat> so, um, so some of those nutrients that we can add in to an IV, uh, just list some of those for me. Um, N-acetylcysteine, uh, coenzyme Q10, 
alpha lipoic acid, um, MSM, um, magnesium, uh, vitamin D3. I don't think we put vitamin E in ours, do we? No, but but we can. Um, you know, there's. Uh, you can virtually put anything. Uh, you know, sometimes we even put uh, uh, <clears throat> certain uh, herbal extracts uh, intravenously, like. Uh, um, glycerizin, for example, and uh, <clears throat> but the B vitamins absolutely helpful because you know you cannot have a good antioxidant system. You cannot have a good functioning energy system in the body without you know the, all of the Bs. You know the B vitamins. A lot of people try to take just one, but they all you know, all work together. If you're if you're lacking one, you can't you can't even run your system correctly you'll just dump out the rest in your urine but but in you know in terms of the bees the the one that comes up for me that's that is so critical because it's often deficient in a lot of people um you know more often than some of the others is, is b12 and it's because it's a big molecule it's hard for some people to absorb through the stomach wall because especially age related again you know or if you're type a blood type you know oftentimes you don't make enough acid in your stomach and that's associated with a, a deficiency in what's called intrinsic factor you can't carry that b12 molecule across oh. the the mucous membrane into the bloodstream is that an autoimmune reaction it seems like i've read where it it can be when you get older yeah it uh, it is uh, can be a form of autoimmunity that affects the lining of the of the stomach so that uh, you know stomach cells just can't, cannot make enough acid anymore um, and it can also be an autoimmunity uh, that affects uh, some of the the hormones that causes the stomach to produce more acid like gastrin for example you know <clears throat> that's where another reason a lot of older people are on Prilosec and they don't realize that they're messing up not only B12 absorption but also protein and minerals. Yeah, and, and you know you know what? It's the most prescribed group of medications in the world. So biggest mm -hmm. money makers for the <clears throat> for the pharmaceutical industry is the acid blockers. And of course now that they are available over the counter, you don't even need a prescription. You can just go get them and take and they tell you all, show you all the pretty pictures of how wonderful life is when you can just eat the junk and not worry about the, you know, about the heartburn. <laughs> eat as much pizza as you want and you know, get it fixed. There. Whether it's <clears throat> mental or whether it's a, a physical defect, get it fixed. Do you know I have actually interviewed patients in the hospital, and they will be <clears throat> on acid blockers, and I say, "Why are you on this?" And they'll say something like, "Well, a couple of years ago, I got the stomach flu." And I felt real bad, and everything was souring on my stomach, and the doctor gave it to me. And I said, well, why are you still taking it? And they go, he said, oh, go ahead. It won't hurt you. Just stay on it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? <clears throat> that's crazy. And, 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 and that's because they've lost the common sense in, in conventional medicine. Because they fed this party line by the drug companies that wine and dine them from the, the moment they step into medical school until the day they, they retire from medicine. And, you know, and they literally, you know, and, and by the way, I'm speaking from experience, Susan. I'm, I'm not speaking as an outsider. I was an insider once upon a time. <clears throat> you know, I practiced uh, conventional medicine. 
and had to tow the party line and had to go to, you know, the <clears throat> receptions and got pig's blankets and donuts for breakfast from the drug companies every day. And, <laughs> you know, so <clears throat> so you can just imagine what kind of effect that has on the on the health and well-being of the physicians. They probably needed the and acid drugs just as much as their patients, you know, <clears throat> for, with all the junk that they eat. Also, I, I read in this book that it's good for uh, cholesterol because it helps the LDL from becoming oxidized. And once it becomes oxidized, that that's what is uh, damaging. And uh, vitamin C also uh, stimulates cholesterol transformation into bile. And, you know, now now we're, we're doing these very uh, fancy cardiovascular profiles, which is near in our clinic, where we can draw blood on somebody. And we, it literally shows us almost to to the moment what what is going on with the blood vessels in what stage of disrepair the blood vessel is so you know, so we, we can find out uh, for instance if they're at uh, slight mild moderate more severe or very severe risk of heart attack or stroke you know based on that but vitamin c is a huge part of the therapy for all of these risk mm-hmm. factors you know with this lppla2 or the myeloperoxidase, um, you know, or high-sensitivity C-reactive protein that's, uh, got, that goes up that actually shows us inflammation in the blood vessels. You know, it's a direct marker of inflammation and infection in the blood vessels. Or, as you said, oxidized LDL or the F, F, F2 isoprostane creatinine ratio. I mean, for all of those, you need your antioxidants to reverse some of that damage. And high-dose vitamin C... IV vitamin C is a quick fix. It's 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 a way to get ahead, you know. And it's not again. We're we're not saying that it's foolproof because there's not nothing that's foolproof. Um, but I, I will tell you, I've been absolutely amazed. And it's also a very critical part of chelation therapy. So when we do IV chelation therapy, which uh, you know also has, you know, you know, I once pulled, um, you know, a bunch of research on it. And I had over 3,000 references, clinical references that were, you know, reflecting its clinical use. Now, there's, you know, thousands more studies on the chelators themselves and, you know, exactly how they work and all that, like EDTA and DMSA and so forth. But but uh, chelation therapy with vitamin C is just a, a, a fantastic tool, you know, to, to help in some of the repair of the blood vessels, um, you know, and, and Susan, just a very quick list of other illnesses, you know, that we use um, high-dose vitamin C, IV therapy for, and that, you know, we also institute these other nutrients. You know, that, you, know you mentioned a few. Um, uh, autoimmune diseases, uh, the flu, um, cancer, or even somebody has a really bad cold, it can help them get well. Uh, it uh, helps to detoxify heavy metals. Um, uh, hepatitis, high blood pressure. Uh, we don't see a lot of malaria, but I've read it's even good for that. Uh, mononucleosis, um, any, anything like that. Any viral infections too? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, another big one is, is shingles. You know, talking about viral infections, shingles very, very tough to treat. You know, even antivirals, the strongest antivirals. You know, it takes weeks sometimes to stop a shingles attack and to get it reversed. And oftentimes people are left with permanent pain after shingles. But high-dose vitamin C IV therapy, 
absolutely unparalleled in being able to stop and reverse that. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, a genital herpes, people that get recurrent uh, outbreaks, you know, hydrosvimin C IV therapy, you know, can be used to stop that and to reverse that. Um, you know, fibromyalgia syndrome uh, and chronic fatigue syndrome, I would say MS, you know, another um, great <clears throat> number of success stories with MS, although with MS, you also want to be, you know, just a little bit cautious not to be not to overdo it, although um, we just learned that sometimes more is better when it comes to vitamin C instead of less. <coughs> There's a, a little issue that we do need to mention, and that is, you know, there are some instances <coughs> where um, patients have, um, you know, the, the, also um, the possibility of... Um, of uh, having, uh, there's an enzyme deficiency that can make you vulnerable to side effects from to, uh, from high-dose vitamin C IV. So it's very rare, very, very rare, but we always look to see, make sure that somebody <clears throat> does not have that. And the way that we do it is simply by giving them a lower dose the first time and then building up that dose. And if they're doing fine with each elevation of dose, then we know that there's no problem with that enzyme deficiency. Folks, uh, contact us. We uh, are here in East Texas. Call us at 903-939-2069, 903-939-2069. You can also go to our website at uh, shopqhi, shopqhi.com, and also qhiwellness.com, qhiwellness.com. We will be back next week. Have a wonderful day. Give me the news, I gotta Thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVette Live. We'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern, 